제가 제 입으로 이런 말하기 좀 장피합니다만은 제가 라면회사 경력만 30년이 넘습니다. 여기 30년 넘게 쌓은 고래제 연락처가 싹다 담겨 있어. 업기분들은 이름만 들어도 알만한 국내의 바이들 번호를 가지고 싶어도 절대로 가질 수 없었던 다국의 유통업체의 신쓰기 여러분들은 나의 30년 경력을 나의 아이덴티티를 사신 겁니다. I'm a little embarrassed to tell you this myself, but I worked at a ramen company for over 30 years. This phone comes with all the contact information of the buyers and the clients. Anyone who works in the industry would recognize their names. I also have contact information for distribution powerhouses all over the world whose numbers are practically impossible to obtain. Along with this phone, you'll be buying my 30 years of experience as well as my identity. Kinka and Kinka, 여러분 안녕하세요. Yes, this is Rome, your Kinka Chingu, your Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, K-Drama and Language Learning. Hello, 안녕하세요. How are you doing? How's the first week of March so far? Are you having fun? Are you watching a lot of K-Dramas? And while you're listening to this episode, What are you doing? Are you doing your laundry? Are you cooking, washing the dishes, or maybe you're commuting to work or whatever? So whatever you're doing, please always stay alert and make sure that you're like um, you're not compromising whatever it is that you're doing. All right. So just wanted to remind you that while you're listening to the podcast, if you're doing something else, make sure that you don't. You don't compromise whatever it is that you're doing. All right. Okay. So actually, this is a re-recording of the episode because yesterday I actually already recorded the first part of this episode, but then my voice was really bad yesterday. Um, I don't know, but starting from Wednesday this week, my voice was kind of bad. Like I don't know. I could feel my throat going so dry. And so nowadays, I'm trying to make sure that I'm properly hydrated so that I wouldn't have any problems with my voice. All right, so that's just an update about me. One, I just wanted to share it with you, just so you know. Okay. So for today's episode, I'm going to feature the dramedy, drama comedy called Konde Intern. Konde Intern. All right. So yeah. So for today's episode, we're still following the same format. First, we'll have the weekly vocabs followed straight away by the study tips, and then discussion and commentary along with the song recommendation and our K-drama words of wisdom. So how's that? All right. So let's begin with the weekly vocab. And before that, for all of you out there who are not interested in learning new vocabulary words in Korean, you can skip the next five to seven minutes. And or you can stay and learn a few words and learn some tips about um, language learning. All right, so let's head straight to our weekly vocab. 
For this week's vocabulary, I actually picked them up from the OSTs of Conde Intern, namely Conde uh, Latte and Chinguya, my friend. So, yeah, um, I didn't get it from the drama itself, but from the OSTs. Alright, just so you know. Alright, let's begin. First word. Konde. Konde. Okay, so it's actually also from the title of the drama, but what is Konde? Usually, Konde is an old person who is very authoritative and thinks that his or her ideas are always right. I think in English, we can call them as old school, oldie, or boomer. So let's use Konde in a sample sentence. 나 지금 좀 콘데 같아 보인다. 나 지금 좀 콘데 같아 보인다. I guess I'm getting a bit preachy here. Yes, okay. So that's a sample sentence that I actually got from Neighbor and I like how it was translated. Okay. Second, latte. Latte. So this is not the cafe latte that we all know, but instead this is um like an abbreviation for Natenen Maria, Natenen Maria, which means in my time, and it's usually a phrase used by Konde people. So, yeah, let's use it in a sentence. Konde latte hanjan deseo. Konde latte hanjan deseo. Drink one cup of Konde latte. It's kind of, um, it's a figurative language. It's a figurative language. I mean, the sample sentence is figurative speech but I, I hope you get what it means when they say latte they're trying to speak of something from their own time and like using it to preach to you about how you should act right now okay it's usually konde people using this third ponponhada 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 means to be shameless or brazen it's actually similar or synonymous to the word pariomchi, which I used last week. So, ponponhada means to be shameless or brazen. Let's use it in a sentence. He knows no shame and has a lot of nerve. He knows no shame and has a lot of nerve. Ponponhada. Alright. Fourth word. Pujirapta. Pujiropta. Pujiropta. To be vain, useless, or futile. Pujiropta. Let's use Pujiropta in a sentence. Pujiropnen insengiradu nil usumio sarayajo. Pujiropnen insengiradu nil usumio sarayajo. Even for a futile life, you must live always with a smile. Alright. Pujiropta. And final word. Aung daung hada. Aung daung hada. It means to quarrel or to squabble. Okay, let's use it in a sentence. 저두 사람은 항상 별것 아닌 일로 아웅다웅한다. 저두 사람은 항상 별것 아닌 일로 아웅다웅하네. So those two are always quarreling over little things. 아웅다웅하다. Alright, so those are our five words, mainly from the songs Kondelate and Chinguya. Alright, let's review them. Konde. Usually an old person who is very authoritative and thinks that his or her ideas are always right. Old school, oldie, boomer. Konde. Alright. Latte. 
short for Naten and Maria, in my time. Ponpon Hada, to be shameless or brazen. Pujiropta, to be vain, useless, or futile. Aung Daung Hada, to quarrel or to scrabble. Alright, so these vocabulary words will be posted or they'll be available on the show notes and they'll also be available on my Instagram page. So check it out if you want them to be like sort of your your flashcards for um, building up your vocabulary. All right. And a study tip with regards to reviewing your vocabulary, I would suggest that you should always use active recall. So I believe all of you who are learning something, if you have gone to school, if you've watched learning videos on YouTube, you probably are already familiar with the concept of active recall. And there's a lot of ways to implement active recall when it comes to your study. The most popular ones are like testing yourself using flashcards. And also with relation to that, there's the concept of spaced repetition. So yeah, always use active recall. Um, another way to do another way to do active recall is to actually teach it to another person or use the Feynman method. There's a lot of things about active recall and I hope you check those things out as well. But yeah, for reviewing your vocabulary, active recall is very important and very helpful so that, you know, you'll be able to make the words stick to your brain much better. And I also want to point out that reading is not the same as learning. So just because you're looking at something doesn't mean it's getting absorbed by your brain. All right. So those are our vocabulary words of the week and also our study tip of the week. Now we can move on to our discussion and commentary. Let's do this. All right, now I'm ready for the discussion and commentary about the show Konde Intern or also I think it's also called as Old School Intern in like somewhere else. Um, okay, before I start discussing things, just a background on how I've watched this drama. I watch it together with my family, my parents, my sisters. Um, nowadays, how I watch Korean dramas is kind of very time efficient, I think, because I usually have lunch and dinner together with my family. And whenever we have lunch and dinner, we watch K-dramas together and that saves me a lot of time because I don't have to watch K-dramas on different times of the day usually just during lunch and dinner time I don't know about you and other listeners out there you might have different um, practices when you're eating together with your family but for my family this is how we're doing it right now it might be inappropriate for some cultures it might be okay to others but yeah, for me, we're eating together and at the same time watching TV. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of efficient and at the same time we're able to bond while watching these K-dramas together. Like, you know, we laugh together, we get affected by the characters together. And yeah, it saves time somehow, I think. So, okay. So yeah, just wanted to share that background. And now before the discussion proper, I would just like to read a plot synopsis of Kunde Intern. And this time it's from the Asian Wiki page. So let me read the synopsis. After graduation, Kaior Chan landed his first job at a company. 
His boss there, Imanchik, was a kunde, which refers to a rigid, old-school type of person. He would force his old-school ways of thinking on Gayal-chan, and due to Imanchik and his old-school ways of thinking, Gayal-chan quit his job there. Gayal-chan then found a job at a ramen company. He worked very hard and was promoted unusually quickly due to his radical planning and aggressive marketing. Kyle Chan now works as the chief of the sales and marketing department at the ramen company. His position actually wields the most power in the company. One day, Kyle Chan gets a senior age intern. That intern is Iman Sheik, who gave him such a hard time at his first job. Alright, so that is the plot synopsis of Kunde Intern from the Asian Wiki page. And what do you think about it? Actually, uh, it gives a lot. Like, I think this is generally what you'll get from the first episode of this K-drama. That you'll see the background of... Or you'll see the first interaction between Imanchik and Kyle Chan when they were still working in the same company. Uh, I wanted to point out here that the concept of kunde, like people who are very strict with their old ways of thinking, uh, it's kind of a very controversial thing in Korea. I mean, uh, I think I have, I'm using a cacao ringtone that says kunde. Uh, I'm just using it so that to remind me not to be a kunde. But Kunde can be a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. And it will depend on the people. Of course, people who were born in a different generation as compared to us younger ones right now. I think it's very natural for us to have different ways of thinking. Like we are, the young people are more progressive, I think. And we are more open to new ideas as compared to the old people. But it doesn't mean that one th- one side is bad and the other is, like, all good. I think it, this show has very much given us a bigger picture of the idea of konde. It's not very judgmental towards the konde people. And, okay, I think I should also stop saying konde people. Because it's very judgmental to tell someone that he is a konde. Like, a person who, you know, just sticks with his own ideas old old ways of thinking but there are really those kinds of people and we might meet them in our lives wherever i I think that's kind of natural because we live in a world where we get to um, interact we get to interact with people of different ages of different cultures and konde the concept of konde doesn't only apply to koreans but it's all over the world. In the Philippines, we also have people who are like that. Usually, I would say that it's because of generation gap. But yeah, it's just that older people have this like cemented ways of thinking that are very hard to break. And so sometimes they will always tell you that during our time, this is how we do things. It has always worked in this way. So do it according to what I say. So something like that. And... It's kind of blocking progress in general because when we do it those ways, then whatever we're doing, it's like we're stopping progress because there's always an easier way to do things. There's always a better way to do things. We shouldn't get stuck up with 
just a single method that has been working in the past, but we should be open to new things every single day. So not only new things, but new ideas, new ways to solve problems. So it's like that. There's always this. Um, we should always be open to change and development and progress. So it's it's like Conde is the idea of you know super rigid and no, you can't change me, the man who can't be moved, something like that. But I, I would say that the show has given justice to the idea that. Konde people are not that bad. I mean, it's just that they're just products of their society, like all of us, right? All of us are just products of our societies. In a way, we can make ways to change the society, but I don't know how the percentage of anything, like how we, how we as individual people, could affect the society, and how much the society affects us. Um, that should have a very different statistical stuff or study that would explain it better than I do because yeah I- I'm not doing that study. I'm just watching this K drama and sharing my comments about it. All right, okay. So just wanted to talk about the idea of Conde first before going through the other pointers that I have. Okay, so you've read from this. Uh, I mean, I've read from the synopsis that okay, this is what happened. I wouldn't say that Kyle Chan left his job because his boss was a konde. No, I don't think so. I think he left his job because it wasn't helping him in any way, and his boss was just bad at that time. It's not really konde, like you know, you submit reports and then your boss wouldn't even read it, and then would just you know put it on the trash bin. That's not being konde. I think Iman Sheikh was kind of just bad at that time, okay? Kinda. That's how I think.、Um, you may agree with me or disagree with me. That's fine.、Uh, something that's very vague here is that, well, in the synopsis it says that Gayal Chan worked really hard and that's why he became successful.、Uh, we didn't see that in the show, and maybe it's okay to sk- skip that part, but it was just kind of a big question mark to me. Like, what did he do? And what did his new company have that his previous company didn't? Like, are there no konde people in Junsu Food? That's kind of a question that I have. And how did he climb the corporate ladder? How did he become like that person in his position, like really high and having the greatest effect in the sales and marketing team of the company to the point that he. Even has direct access to the president and the CEO of the company, so that's kind of a vague thing in the show. But yeah, I just let it slide because anyway, this is dramedy, and that's not really the point of the show. But yeah, just a question that's left unanswered. I think.、Uh, another thing that I really liked about the show is is that it's an office drama, and. I think I've already said this in a previous episode or in the beginning of this show that、uh, one of the K dramas that I really like the most is Mi Sang, the Incomplete Life. It's an office drama and it was really good, very relatable. And so when I saw this show Konde Intern,、uh, knowing that it's an office drama as well, I found it very interesting. Why do I? Like office drama, 
um, or our office K drama. I I think it's because we don't really see a lot of office dramas in the Philippines. That I mean, like Filipino-made office dramas. We don't see that, and we don't see the lives of people who are working in offices. I think. So yeah, and also because I'm working in an office, I'm in a corporate world, so it's very relatable watching office dramas. And this show, Konde Intern, has shown us different sides of working in an office and also different departments. I think, like we have seen uh, sales and marketing. Uh, it depends. Some companies have sales and marketing separately, but uh, the company of Kyle Chan, or well, not his company, but Jun Su Food, had sales and marketing together. There is also some concepts about product development. We've also seen like companies dealing with media, having you know different sorts of investigations because this is food. This is the food industry. I have also experienced working in the food industry, and I know how tough it can get if you have like issues or concerns about the quality of the food that you're making. So it's kind of very challenging to like maintain a really good reputation when media is trying to attack you or something like that. And also, like all other business K dramas that we've seen recently. It also like gives a very big emphasis on stocks, or yeah, stock prices, like companies going up and down the stock markets, or yeah, company prices, stock prices going up and down in the stock markets because of you know different kinds of sentiments and different kinds of issues that are happening all around. So it's a very, I think it's a very. Detailed office drama, and it's a holistic office drama that that shows us different facets of how it's like working in a corporate in the corporate world. And yeah, it's also a family business. I think by now, if you've seen a lot of K drama, you probably know that a lot of companies in Korea are family businesses and owned by chaebols. Chebol being conglomerates, yeah. So yeah, that's like how things are usually. Something that I wanted to talk about is the concept of working together with a family member. It's kind of a spoiler if you haven't seen the show, but so stop here if you don't want a spoiler. But Iman Sheikh and Iteri are father and daughter. Okay. So I find it really weird that they were working together in one company as employees. I think if it's a family business, it's f- very okay. It's very natural. But if you're working together with a family member as employees in one company, I feel like it might feel awkward. Like you're going home. I mean, you're going to the same home, and then you're going to the same office. And you're working, prob- maybe in different positions, but still, I-, I think it might feel weird. I've never experienced that. So, if there are any of you 
or listening to this episode who have experienced working together with a family member as employees of a company, please share your story. I'd be interested to know about that. Yeah, actually, I want to talk about Iman Sheikh more because his character is very likable in a way. I think you would hate him. I mean, some people would hate him because he is of a different generation. And I, I think that's the first impression that we will all have when we watch the show. Like, that's what I had when I first watched the show. I kind of, uh, this old guy. But eventually, as you watch the show, you would come to love him and like him somehow. And I think that's also how Yao-chan felt about him eventually. Uh, there was this part where he said that the person who came to ruin me might have been my savior all this time. Something like that. And But uh, I think we should be careful when we try to take that idea because, you know, it's different and we shouldn't romanticize those kinds of things because, like, when you're being abused by somebody, you shouldn't think that they're just teaching you or they're just teaching you through tough love. Tough love as a concept is actually very weird and very vague and it it can lead to abuse. So please be careful when you think of those kinds of things. But in the case of Konde intern, I think it's kind of an innocent mistake from this from the side of Iman Sheikh that he was very harsh when he was, you know, the boss of Kayol Chan. And I, I think it's not the case anymore or it shouldn't be the case anymore. I think more Korean people are like changing how they have this work or office hierarchy. I think somehow they're slowly transitioning to becoming more open to, you know, having a better relationship between um, different levels of hierarchy in the office. But yeah, I think we still see that in a lot of dramas that the boss and then his subordinates, there's this big gap between them. You always have to bow. Well, that's part of their culture. But I think the line is somehow being blurry nowadays. And also about office culture or like company culture, about drinking. We see that in K-dramas all the time, but... Well, it's just not the case anymore. I think people in companies still drink from time to time, but it's not as often as we see in K-dramas. Like, every day, every week, they're drinking. That's just not the case anymore. It's changing. And because people find that it's not really helping them be better at their jobs and it's taking away time from their families. So, yeah, it. Um, I have nothing against people who drink. Or people who like have those hueshik together with their colleagues. That's fine if that's your culture. But uh, I think it's just that it's not as often as we see it in K-dramas. And probably that's going to change in K-dramas eventually. Because, you know, my father has been like giving that comment all the time. Like, why are they always drinking after work in, this, in these K-dramas? And yeah, it's just not the case anymore. It's just that in K-dramas... That's how they are still being portrayed. Yeah, okay, so I, I kind of missed the mark of what I'm telling about Iman Sheik, But yeah, I think it's still the same. That he is a lovable character and 
he changed. I think that's what we want anyway. I mean, we see these bad people that we don't like from the very beginning. And then when we see them change, we come to love them. And I think that's the magic of drama because it opens our eyes to the possibility that people can change from, you know, a very strict person who thinks that he is always right to somebody who accepts ideas from someone who is younger than him. So, yeah, people can change. I think that's a very, that's a lesson that we should get from this. And I'm sure all of you, well, I'm pretty sure that most of the people listening to this podcast are like below 30 years old. Well, if if you're not below 30 years old, it's okay. We're good. <laughs> I mean, you're good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying that because we are younger than especially if we are working in the corporate world and then we have these um, leaders, managers, bosses, or actually even not at work, but among our different kinds of hobbies or social circles, there might be people who are older than us and might have different ways of thinking as compared to us. And I think we should just have this open mind to... Uh, you know, have a f- healthy discussion uh, and a healthy discourse of ideas. And we shouldn't always think that we are right, right? <laughs> like, we should always be open to making mistakes. And we should always be open to getting corrected. And this should be two-way. It's not only from us, the young people, but also from them, the older people or the people who are like coming from a different generation and yeah mutual respect Uh, i think it's just it's about mutual respect after all we're all humans we only live once it's all our first time living unless you've lived like two times three times four times already and this is not your first life then you have the right to tell us maybe you have the right to tell us that okay i've had five lives already this is my fifth life and this is how you should do i've learned these things already and blah 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 yeah unless you've had that then like maybe we would like just say yes yes maybe you're right but all of us are living our lives for the first time and yeah we can all be wrong so yeah i think we should have mutual respect and whether we are young or old, whatever that is, we should have, we should try to build good relationships with people. And yeah, like, because you're a boss now, it doesn't mean like you could do something bad to your subordinates. Look at what happened to Yolkhan and Iman Sheikh, right? Um, but yeah, I think this K-drama, while it teaches us different kinds of lessons... It was it was good in that way I liked it. It's also just very funny. Like I can't help but laugh. Well, not every time, but like there were moments when we would just laugh so crazily. Um, if there's one thing that I really laughed hard was when Iman Sheik got the hair of Eat Heri while they were having some gyopsal, and I was like. What? He got her hair. And eventually it made sense later on when I found out that, okay, 
Iman Sheikh is the father of Itahari, so what he did was kind of maybe acceptable. Well, not really. I still don't think it's okay to just cut somebody's hair, even if it's your own daughter. But in the context of the show, yeah. Well, he might have had a better chance of having the right to cut Itahari's hair because he was her father as compared to just a colleague cutting her hair so yeah um that one was really funny um there were other things that were funny i think people people a lot of people are saying that the actor park hedging are having a lot of like bromance with different people like in this show with iman chick and then there's this k-drama that's called man to man where park hedging play the role of a security guard and he was being put in a bromance position in a way so yeah i think some people are just like putting him on that spot and yeah anyway i am so amazed at the comedic acting of both of both park hejin and kim Eng su so kyle chan and iman chik and the cast are totally amazing and they've given a lot of different colors to the show i really enjoyed it um yeah for now i think that's all that i want to say i might have been recording this for quite a long time now without noticing the time but yeah and also since i'm gonna give you a song recommendation so before i tell you this song recommendation i would just like to say that i really enjoy the osts of Conde intern like Condelate and all the rest of the songs that were used they were just so amazing and because of some of the songs being uh, trot style um, I, I wouldn't have to explain trot right Korean trot if you're interested please read more about Korean trot but yeah uh, the usage of Korean trot in this show made me feel like going back to um, like to the past because trot is a very old genre of music and yeah it's still being made popular even today because of shows like this and because they even have novelty tv shows or contest tv show contests that feature trot music and so the song recommendation that i have for you for this week is chinguya or hey friend sung by jong dong won it's also an ost of konde intern but it's not the main OST because the main OST is Condelate and that's what we often hear. So instead of recommending that, I'd recommend you listen to Chinguya. And Chinguya is actually sung by Jong Dong Won, who is a very young singer. Uh, I think he started being featured on TV when he was just 13 and 14. He's 15 now. And he sings a lot of trap music. And yeah, actually, after finding out about him, I watched a lot of different YouTube videos where he sung a lot of different trap music. And I was just, okay, these songs are really good. And it brings me back in time when I was listening to a lot of Korean trap music. So yeah, that's my song recommendation. Please check it out. And yeah, tell me what you think about Korean trot if it's your first time listening to Korean trap music. And yeah, so before we go, as always, we have this K-drama word of wisdom. And our K-drama word of wisdom for this week is from the song, Chinguya. 
It says, Hiksujo, uh, it says, Hiksujora tathajimara, Kyorsungjomun tatukatanda. Okay, so literally, this is what it means. Don't blame it on being a dirt spoon. The finish line is the same. Okay, so no matter where you're coming from, your gold spoon, dirt spoon, silver spoon, whatever it is, it's telling us that Kyosungjom is just gonna be the same. The finish line is going to be the same. Uh, okay, I wouldn't explain this to you. It can mean different things to you, and I'll allow you to have, you know, to interpret it for your own sake. Like, interpret it in the best way that it benefits you the most. Okay, so that's our K-drama Word of Wisdom. And so thank you very much for listening to this episode. My voice, yes, I'm so happy that my voice didn't give up on me while recording this. And yeah, I'll probably edit this a little bit later. And thank you very much for listening, all of you. Um, For the coming week, I'll be featuring True Beauty. That will be my last take on True Beauty. Also, if if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you probably don't know, but every month I'm publishing my watch list. So what K-dramas I'm watching so that you can also watch them together before I feature them on the podcast. If you follow me on my Instagram page or the Instagram page of the show, you can see those watch lists. So please check the Instagram page. All right. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much. I have nothing left to say. Come, Samnida. Bye bye. Bye bye.